0: Where we left off was, uh, you guys have, uh, coerced bartender Laura, wh- whether it be Ixum's quick wit and charm that swayed her, or the sound of adventure that came from Kelbrick's. But you have swayed uh, Laura to be a part of the crew. And she offered free stay in the pub for the night for a full rest. And, uh, before you guys went to leave, to go to the sleep, uh, Raul, which is the, the dude drinking at the bar who, uh, assisted with the concept of, uh, home brewing the, uh, tankard of sobriety to not only um allow alcohol to be drank or any uh, liquids to be drank without feeling uh intoxicated but also serves now as a utility for if you are inebriated to drink out of and become sober immediately and raul said to uh erlin asked if he would like a sword that glows And that is more or less where we are now. So, Raul looks over at Erlen and goes, how would you like a sword that glows?
1: i really like a sword that glows. Mm. More Oh, that's right.
0: (laughs) I I forgot that you guys made it a dick joke. Oh, no.
1: It's always a dick joke, my friend.
0: (laughs) Okay, perfect. Well, I have a task then that will allow you to take something very precious to me that I believe is the cause for this issue to arise. I have a a shop down the road that has been overtaken by bandits. They allowed me to walk out scot-free, but they were uh looking like they were in quick need of my goods to sell or to use. I didn't ask questions. I just wanted my life. So I, I walked out. However, I believe that there is something in there that may be of use to them that I'm afraid if they see it will uh become a problem for the rest of the town. But I believe that in good hands like yours, from what I've heard that you just did for for Laura here, you will uh be a good candidate to keep it with you. It's a sword that I, I truly, I looked at it. I investigated it. I got it from my father and his father before him. We don't know what it's called. We just know that it is, uh, we call it a the, the lit great sword. Sounds pretty lit. It is in that shop. It is very lit. It is in that shop. And if you go and you remove the bandits from my store, I will provide you with that great sword i will let you know though it is a tough group of of bandits they have everything they could they could need for combat in that store because it is a weapons supply store
1: i recommend that you don't go alone who wants to go murder some bandits let's go kill some bandits
2: (laughs) i like bandits killing and I'm a little on the fence about the whole killing thing now.
1: Ah, what? shut the fuck up!
0: <laughs> Runt looks at Kelbricks, so confused. Oh, love oh,
1: killing.
2: I'll, we'll have to teach you sarcasm at some point.
1: Yeah, come on, Kelbricks. There's hands to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me.
0: <laughs> Laura looks at you guys and is like, "If you guys are gonna go, I, I feel like it'd be my, it'd be justice for me too. Uh, hold on to the, the keep keep run around uh, if you don't mind seems reasonable I'll just I'll, I'll act as the interim babysitter while you guys go and take care of this
2: I think that sounds like quite the plan
0: okay do you guys have a leash for her by any chance or anything oh, that I could can...
2: we tried to buy a leash and there's no leash in this entire town it's ridiculous
0: I have some rope <laughs> yeah, know that'll do i'll take some of that
2: all right I, I and you know cut off maybe like 10 feet of my 50 foot rope because i believe i have two
0: of them I, you, you or- do have two of them that's perfect perfect thank you and she goes ahead and she ties a knot on on the rope onto run's uh run's hand come on little one we have some stuff to do and she takes run away and run looks back and kind of like whimpers a little bit but understands and salutes and walks out with uh with Laura. Upstairs to the, to the bedrooms. So, you guys decide before you take your rest. You go to the, uh, I believe it's I believe they called it uh, Bits, Bows, and Bobs. Bits, Bows, and Bobs. That's what it's called now. Bits, Bows, and Bobs. So you go to uh, Bits, Bows, and Bobs. The front door. Is broken open. You have no issue getting in. I don't know how you guys would like to get in. If it's whether I'll pull the map up again for the town. um You guys have the ability to. It's uh this space over here. So you guys are up in the top right corner at the Boris Head Pub, and the Bits, Bows, and Bobs is down in the bottom left. Doors broken open. You have the ability to go right in if you want or you guys can decide what you want to do in order to get in there.
2: All right. Uh, what do you guys think? Okay. So, what what's behind it? Like, is there a way to approach from the back? Like, do we see a rear door?
0: Uh, there is a rear door. Um, it looks like there's stuff, uh, if you look through the window on the door, it looks like there is stuff that is docked in front of the door, almost as if Raul didn't really care about fire safety, um, so it's mm-hmm. like back. It's 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 enough stuff to where you um, are unsure, or at least that there there's a level of uncertainty if the door would be able to open or not without making too much noise. Do we see if there's any like small holes or anything? There isn't any small holes. This is actually a very well built built home, like uh, office shop space um other than the straw roof the the wood seems to be fresh enough and intact enough to where there isn't too much uh space given in between all right any ideas from the uh peanut
2: gallery um
1: are there like windows and whatnot there are windows
0: there's There's going to be uh, two windows on each side of the building. Um, If you look on the right side of the building, there's going to be a window that is um, already cracked open to get some airflow. Um, And it looks like it leads to the uh, main shop space. Uh, The other windows are uh, locked up. The one window next to it is locked, and the other two on the other side are locked.
1: Okay. So probably not the best for going in.
2: Dude, can we see through the door? Can we make any d- discernment of how many there are, we think?
0: Yeah, if you guys want to, um... What is that, an intelligence check? Or is that a perception?
2: Uh, So, it, I mean, can I see through the door because it's open? Or yeah, yeah,
0: the door is broken open. You can see through it, but if you see through it, then there the odds that there's going to be at least one bandit looking in your direction will be high, and they'll probably see you as well. So am I just trying to hide them?
2: So like a stealth check?
0: Yeah, let's do that. Stealth check at the door, and I, I'll tell you, if it's a good check, I'll tell you how many are there.
2: Uh, it's a natural 20. Oh my Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Okay. (laughs) So far so good. Um, yeah, you recognize that there are five, uh, bandits. Sweet. So I motion back to
2: my compatriots here, and I just look back and give them, I shrug my shoulders a little bit and I just hold up my hand like there's five of them. do we know
0: like what exactly these bandits are doing in there like are they just ransacked place i'll are say they- that with uh ixum's uh nat 20 you guys uh know you guys also see that the four bandits the two bandits that are looking at the left wall the two bandits on the right wall are rummaging through and collecting anything that is uh a weapon of any sort and the fifth bandit who is uh behind the counter is looking for any valuables that they might be able to try to sell for more uh money
2: okay so they're not like looking to establish or anything here they're just like running through stuff
0: yeah yeah they're just running through stuff it was a uh store they they went into the store uh raul uh saw them come in and uh he got kicked out uh two days prior to this so they're really just taking their time
3: Okay. Well, so is there any way to like do this sneakyish, or do we just have to like walk in the front door pretty much, we're thinking?
2: I think walking in the front door is definitely an option. I think there's definitely not enough there that I'm like shaking my boots. Um, but if we wanted to try it like more tactically, we could try to entice them to come out and we could shoot them as they come through the door
1: or something like that, like funnel them in some way.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What do we got? <laughs> i trying to do. Um, how can we entice them out? Do you want to try to do something with that? Yeah, I'm just like uh, so. I have like a minor illusion, but like,
4: mm,
3: I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Well, they're they're all like inside, just like looting right now. Like, are the are they even gonna like? are they even going to like notice are they like big windows that they would like look out of
2: so what if we tried to stink them out I like that what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he- hear me out guys what if i created a smelly smell that smelled somewhat smelly smelly okay and just used it in the room and just made them all have to run out because it smelled so bad. Uh, Alberts would have a new idea about literally every approach to everything. <laughs> <laughs> just made them smell really bad, and then they just
1: did what we wanted.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, if a sudden foul odor suddenly appeared in a shop that you yourself may have been unfamiliar with, wouldn't your first instinct be to investigate where the smell was coming from, even yeah. if that was outside the door?
0: Ixum, If you have to take a shit, you can just take a shit. I'm, I'm
2: just, So I don't know who said that, but you know, I, I just think that, you know, with press digitation, I can probably create something that would be enough off putting to them that they would feel obligated to do some investigating. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this train of thought, but I got nothing better. I like it. So we're going with it smell bad. <laughs> I mean, smell bad, or I could create like a shower of sparks and maybe freak them out and put all their attention somewhere not directly at the door. But the smelly one seems like it'd be more fun. Yeah, like I said, I got I got literally nothing better. So uh, if, if nobody objects, smells
1: it is. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it, why not? See what happens. I vote for the smells.
2: All right. If that's what we're going with, Ixum being at the door <laughs> just leans in and will cast Prestidigitation so that uh, a foul odor seems to be emitting. And I'm sorry, uh, just to clarify, are we trying to get them towards the door or are we trying to get them to like look somewhere else?
0: No, the door is uh, actually the most unlit space. It's right here. This is the door oh, to get right in. right here? Yeah.
2: Okay. So they're kind of around the perimeter so I'm going to say that I think I should either try and put a smell here so they come to the door or I can try and put a smell like in the back somewhere so that they all turn around and look for it. Where do you guys want me to put it? I mean, it's your smelly thing, dude. Okay. Also, (laughs) I just realized my range on it is uh, 10 feet. So, well, that's not bad. If you put it, like, by the door, like, do you have to maintain concentration on it? No. It lasts for an hour. (laughs) Yeah, do it and then run back. Because you're fast, right? I am fast, yeah. Because, like, you can sneak in, do it, and then run away. This is true. All right. What is the name of this spell, spell, by the way? What'd you say? What is the name of this spell? Prestidigitation.
0: Interesting. Sounds like you basically shit your pants and then <laughs> you run away. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's how you'd like to think about it. It's not entirely inaccurate. <laughs> yeah, I'm just realizing you could actually accomplish the same thing without magic because somebody's just shit in a bag. I, I mean, yes, but it's more fun to say prestidigitation. <laughs> All right, fancy pants. You know what I could do, actually? I'm, w- with a little bit of finagling, I could create an image of a man shitting and then create the... <laughs> I'm just... Uh, oh, what if Brad and I do it together? I'm, Brad, whatever. you should make it... I'll just say, I'm down for whatever, but this is starting to feel a little bit like we're just shitting in a bag with magic. <laughs> <laughs> what if Brad used Minor Illusion to create an image of a man shitting or just with shit on himself, and then I created the smell that went along with it? That sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. I-, I think we should do it. I think this is going to be great. <laughs> uh, I don't know about great. I think
3: we should do it. <clears throat> Where, are we? Where are we? We're doing this, like, right outside. Y- yeah,
2: so I think... We put the image of the man, because what's the range on Minor Illusion? Mm. The range on Minor Illusion is 30 feet. Yeah. So you can put it like six squares in, like one, two, three, like like here-ish. And then I'll put the smelly smell like 10 feet behind it, so they all kind of like move towards this man and are like,
1: what are you doing?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so right here. I cast minor illusion of a man shitting,
2: and then as he's doing that, I also cast prestidigitation to create the smell of poop
1: directly behind it. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> hold on, hold on a minute. I'm try. I have to. I, have to, I, have to hold, I gotta collect my composure. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a good? Uh a good token of a man shitting.
2: Yeah, Tyler, like, Take one of those when you were prepping because I feel like that's not required. <laughs> you know, this must happen.
0: Just like uh how people shit, it's you know, at at random and it's uh immediate and urgent. Um you know, it, I was not thinking, "Oh, what if you guys magically make a th- concept of a man show up?" and just shit in this store well that was your first (laughs) take (laughs) i know i know that's on me that's on me i mean Um, you could just use like a poop emoji yeah true okay (laughs) okay so what's the what's the the radius on the 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 poop smell do we know is Uh, it just 10 feet the same as as like your casting range?
2: No, it doesn't actually say.
3: To be honest, mm. okay. Well, it says range um, area ten feet. Okay, we will just the, gonna the say that, is, that it, you know, it, like ten. Yeah,
0: I mean, let's let's think about it like realistically. If someone shits in the middle of of the floor, right? It's gonna it's gonna smell probably the majority of the floor, if not the whole floor.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, you you. you shit on the floor and everybody in the in the shop all the the bandits turn and see this person just squeezing out a ripe one and they're like what are what are you doing the poop corner is in the back and they all uh agree they're like this is disgusting get him out of here they all take their their weapons out and they go over and they go to push the man out of the the store and they just go right through him this is a trick We're
2: so being is it tri- just one man who went up there
0: yeah just the one man that went up there so far everybody else has their like swords drawn expecting to like fight fight this dude uh, and because he phased through him while he pushed him um, he doesn't uh, He's I didn't roll anything so let me, let me grab something really quick let's see because his passive perception is dog so I'm gonna roll for it i feel like if no one else is in this room okay so yeah he rolls a 17 so i'm gonna say that he goes to push him and realizes that it's not an actual person and he assumes that uh are there that somebody in the room is uh tricking them so he says to stay alert um and they all like put their their mouth like underneath their clothes
2: can we get, like, an outside of the building map so we can, like, see where we are? Because I don't think we're plan I mean, I don't know anybody else is. Are we planning on trying to go into this building at some point? I think so, but I think it was... The intent was to get them to kind of group together. So, I mean, if they're grouped together now, I feel like we should act. Because it doesn't seem like they're going to be any more... Like, they're not going to get closer together.
0: All right, I, I threw just like the the road out in front of it, so you have some extra room to, to breathe. Unlike these guys,
2: yeah, poop jokes.
0: <laughs> I mean, what's this? What, what's this fucking podcast if it's not poop
1: jokes and and dick jokes? It's just not. And weird. what? Forcing you need to change your character into a uh, pedophile. Oh, the pedophile, right? Yeah, yeah. God damn it! Pepper <laughs> Farm remembers.
2: all right so where do we want to be exactly when we're doing this little thing because jake's got to be pretty close to make the illusions yeah i have to be like right outside the door Okay.
0: now that they are on high alert if you're going to be right outside the door i uh i feel like they should roll perception to see if they're able to see through the door <laughs> yeah yeah to like like see that there's like something is going on and they're trying to investigate uh so yeah so they see that that's going on and they and he, they uh go to investigate uh the, what's happening so i'm gonna say that the three of them they're all all four of them there's the one that by the counter says he's like it's not even that bad <laughs> and he's like sifting through to try to find some valuables the four look around they all try to push through this person they face through him. So then uh, you hear uh, the dude behind the counter just go, if you guys are going to look around, at least have go like split up and have two of you go outside and have two of you stay in here and see if you can't see, figure out like what's going on. All right. I'm going to say that they're by the door at this point, but they're not out yet, so you guys can figure out where you want to be.
1: Because we're going to start
0: rolling soon.
1: Jake, do you want to take the other side by the door and we'll just whack them as they come
2: out? <clears throat> sure. And then Bond has to be relatively close as well. I guess not really, because you could have moved away from the door after you cast Minor Illusion. Like, it's not a concentration spell.
3: I'm, I'm still within 30 feet where I am right now.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, one to. Yeah, you are. That's crazy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I did it on purpose, you see.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, counting was part of your plan to see 30 feet away. Uh, I'm a, I'm a fool. Well, I don't want to be. Can I shoot through this tree? Like, is it tall enough for me to shoot under it, or do I need to be like at an
0: angle? Um, how tall are you? Normal height. Yeah. All right, let's start rolling for initiative, and oh. I'm gonna have everybody's stuff on on a different site also, because I don't. I, I want you guys. I want to be. I you guys be surprised for when the everybody the. Uh, opponents go. The foes.
2: Twenty-three. Jesus, he's cheating. <laughs> no, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> <a> good fucking <laughs> Not allowed, Josh. Not allowed to get good fucking rolls, man.
0: Every once in a while, you you know you're you should have them.
2: Not allowed. Not allowed.
3: <laughs> uh, there we go. Sorry that took me a minute. I had to figure out how to add to the initiative thing again. No, you're good. It's been a while, so it's it's understandable. Um
0: okay. So I forgot what we what we did for, for uh surprise. Is that what did we roll for that?
2: Uh so we roll stealth against- versus um their passive.
0: Perception. Okay. Yeah, let's do that really quick. From there? there you go jake
2: that's a 13. that's what i was hoping for <laughs> thank you <laughs> now that i know you're not cheating do i need to reroll stealth
0: uh no i'm gonna say actually yeah i'm gonna say yes because the first stealth check was to get to the door and to place the the bomb well it's uh, just casting prestidigitation but yeah so i got a seven all right <laughs> All right, Ixum got a 7, Kelbricks with a 13, Bont with 10, Erlen with 5. Uh, Erlen and Ixum, you do not pass the stealth check. Therefore, you cannot take a surprise round. So we're going to start with uh, Kelbricks, uh, and we're going to have him use uh, his surprise round now.
2: Uh, so I think the way we're doing it is it's basically just the first round of combat, but everybody that didn't
0: pass the stealth... Uh, or, you know, the enemy is surprised. Okay, so yeah, so for right now, uh, the people that can use uh, their surprise round is gonna be uh, Kelbrick's Bont and... That'd be it. That's it. All
2: right. So uh, I guess I'm gonna go first. So I'm just gonna shoot this first guy here. (laughs) All right. Shoot him with an arrow.
0: Oh, I got a 26 Okay, yeah, that definitely hits Let's let's see some damage Ooh, I got six damage on that one Okay, alright He is, uh, bloodied
2: Alright, uh, well Oh, wait, are these at, uh, advantage? Yeah Alright, well then I'm gonna take my dread ambusher attack on the guy behind him Okay and I'm going to get a 25, or I'm sorry, 20, well, I guess 21, right? Yeah. I rolled an advantage, but I shouldn't have since it's through another guy. So I got a 21.
0: Okay, that still hits.
2: And then, wow, that's some pathetic fucking damage. <laughs> uh, and then I do seven damage to the guy behind
0: him. Seven damage. Okay. Uh, he's also bloated. So they both get pierced, and at this point, The bandits now recognize that the issue is coming from outside. So then the other two that were going to look inside are now getting prepared to uh, go outside. That's
2: it for me. So I'm done for uh, round one. All right.
0: Uh, Then we're going to go to Bont.
3: Sweet. Um, So sorry to ask a question that breaks the flow here for a second, but... um, So I want to cast prize consumption. Um, on on one of these guys. And I was just like reading over the description again to like refresh my memory. Uh Um, The very last paragraph makes it sound like it's a spell, but it's like actually a cantrip on my sheet. So like, is this a spell or a cantrip? Oh. Well, what the heck? Yeah, it it talks about like higher levels. And when I cast the spell using a spell slot level two or higher, like it has different effects, but it's like a cantrip. So like, I'm not sure. (laughs) Hmm.
0: Uh, I'm gonna change that to a level one spell. Okay, I think, gotcha. that's, what, I think that's what I had at first.
3: <clears throat> that would make more sense.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fix that, um, after the, after the session.
3: Sweet. Um, I can keep track of that myself now. It's not an issue. So yeah, I'm gonna run at this guy and attempt to be consumed by this guy right here.
0: Okay. Uh, let's see.
3: I think I have to do a will save, right? Uh, yeah, it's, uh... concentration. that's what it is. I think it's a... You you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Hmm. Um,
0: Yeah, it's wisdom saving when you... uh, When you perform the action concentration while you're inside. Yeah. Got it. All right. And I get to roll wisdom saving at advantage because we are uh, in combat. Yeah, so I have to... If we're in combat, I'm going to roll at advantage. And regardless, I do not save. I rolled a three and a one. So you successfully get consumed by this man like a like a soup. And you are now controlling this bandit. You go inside and he's like, what the hell? What was that? What's in me? That brings us to top of the order again. So Kelrick starts us off in the first, uh, the second round of, of combat. Uh, oh shit! All right.
2: Uh, so I'm going to shoot at this same guy that I went for the first
3: time. Okay. Oh wait, but but that but that's me.
2: So then I'm going to shoot at the guy behind him then. Okay. And I believe it's at disadvantage. So yes. at 15. That's a 19, so 15 on the attack.
0: That's still gonna hit.
2: Sweet. Watch me do six-hole damage again. (laughs) That should be 13 on that guy.
0: Okay. Oh, right, because it was six and seven. Right, right, right. Regardless, he's dead. How do you want to finish? How do you want to finish this bandit?
2: Uh, first one back. I feel like it's gonna be one of those ones where, like, the first (laughs) shot, I shot his toe and it, like, pinned his foot to the ground. Okay. And then the one—it's like one of those uh, like kid boxing or punching bags, where like the arrow goes in, he goes back, but then he pops back up because his foot stuck to the ground.
0: Oh. Oh God. Okay. All right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Um, perfect. Let's see. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh.
2: No. No, I'm good. Just chilling there. Admiring okay. Pinky Man.
0: Beautiful. All right, Bont, you are up.
3: All right. Um. Yeah, so I'm going to step over the body of my old friend, maybe to the side. I'm not sure if I can actually walk through him. If he's dead. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm going to swing at this guy. I should really have physical dice in front of me also. That would make this easier. Um. I could also roll for you if you want. Oh, good. I got it. All right. Um, 11 to hit. That does hit. All right. Um oh, I lied. I was looking at the wrong
0: character. That misses, actually.
3: Damn.
0: So you swing, and do you swing with the, the scimitar? Is that
3: what you are going for? I believe so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, with the scimitar.
0: Okay. All right, so you go ahead and swing, and as you swing, the bandit jumps back. He's like, what are you doing? So, Bandit jumps back, and it's missed. Is there anything else that
3: you would like to do? Uh, no, I think I uh, I think I think that's it. I think I'm good. All right. All right. Uh, Erlen, what are we doing? Is the
1: plan to just go in there at this point? I don't know. I feel like the plan was to
2: try to get him to funnel out, but...
1: It seems like it I, failed. I, that didn't really happen. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> I'll come up to about there. I'll shwack this guy with greets. greats. Good roll. Come on. Come on. All right. On. Seven. That's not going to do it. <laughs>
0: Nope, you go to swing, but you're so blinded by the scent of, of fresh <laughs> shit that you aren't able to... Um, Ixum, what are we doing?
2: Uh, Ixum will come in and move to... Uh, I'll just come straight in and go over to this guy and attack this guy here.
0: Alright, let's see some swings. Uh just the one. That's a 12. A 12, a 12 just hits. Hey, there you go.
2: That's what I was hoping to hear. <laughs> All right. We'll roll some damage. And that's a 4 on the damage.
0: All right. So you swing on him for 4. He's like, "Oh god." Okay, alright. We could do this. We could do this. No, we could do this. We could do this. We could do this. <laughs> He's like starting to sweat a little bit. And he here
2: to make you sweat, boys.
0: <laughs> alright. So that will be. Next up is the enemy's turn. So the dude with four uh four damage, the one that's right in front of Bont and Ixum, is going to uh swing on Bont for this with a scimitar roll and we're going to roll an 11 which is going to miss the armor class so the first bandit misses and the bandit behind is going to swing at Erlin, and they got a, a 14 does not hit I believe correct Erlen Correct. All right, so they swing and miss, and the fourth, the next bandit, the one that's behind the counter is realizing now that people are infiltrating the store that they infiltrated, is like, "Oh my god!" and he is going to jump uh, over the counter, and he's going to uh, take out the crossbow that he grabbed from the back, and he's going to try to shoot Ixum. and that is going to be a. Nine to hit, which is going to miss. oh uh, so correct. <laughs> that We got a whole nothing burger, and that is going to do it for the enemy's turn. So we are back at the top of the order with Kelbricks.
2: All right. Well, it looks like everybody's inside with me, so I'm going to um, take out my my whip and shield if i can do that in action if not actually you know what fuck it i'm just gonna shoot at this guy right here is it safe to say that this illusion is gone now
0: yeah yeah i'll get rid of that and i'll see the the poop is still there right because the poop lasts for an hour it sure does (laughs) jesus
1: christ okay
0: (laughs) so
2: i'm gonna just step into the building here and then i'm gonna shoot actually i think that was one two three four five so yeah and i'm gonna shoot this guy with my bow
0: okay Let's see how we do. 16. Velcher sure hit him. And that's finally 12 on the damage. Oh, you one-shot this fool.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think just, just like, I want to stick with, like, the, the children's toy theme thing. <laughs> so, like, I hit him, like, square in the face, and then he, like slinks back and his head hits the ground and then his feet carry over his head and then they hit the ground and then he does like one extra flip
0: like a slinky. I love that I love that. Okay, so all these uh, kids toys, you miss Runt or something or?
2: I I think subconsciously Calbricks misses Runt and he's not actually killing them in the theme of children's toys, but like it's that's just like what's triggering for him like
0: subconsciously (laughs) I love that. I love that. Okay. Um, Perfect. So if that's going to do it for you, then we have uh, Bont
3: up next. All right. Um, Yeah, so I think I'm going to try to swing at the same guy again with my scimitar. And that's a 16 to hit. That sure hits. And, um, what was my damage again? Oh yeah, 1d6, 1d6 plus one. Cool. That is four damage.
0: Four damage. He is on death's door. Oh wait, four damage. Yeah, my bad. He is, uh, still bloody. My fault. And next up we have Erlin.
1: All right. We come up to this dude. Schwack him with a great sword. Okay. Ooh, twenty-one. <laughs> That'll for sure. Thank hit. God. All I
0: right. This is the second well, time that you've been able to make contact with a uh, with an enemy this whole campaign and- so
1: far. And seven damage.
0: Alright. Alright, you swing on him, splashes right through his chest. He's like oh. God. He's like gushing it a little bit. He's he is for sure bloodied, but he's able to maintain focus. And next up we have Ixum. Alright, I'll take a swing with the rapier. Alright.
2: Uh, that is a 12 again. <laughs>
0: just hits. Let's see some damage.
2: Uh, can I make a request of the DM? I would love that. Can I roll three times and the first two aren't gonna count? I'm gonna take a third roll just because I have rolled a lot of ones yeah, a lot just, of the same yeah. numbers.
0: Roll roll the bad luck out of the way. Let's let's get let's get two out of the way. We'll take the third one.
2: Well, that's unfortunate because I rolled an eight, but is six two okay maybe i should have just fucking taken it but this will be the real one let's see the worst of the three but it's not bad it's a seven you still end up killing him that's good how would you like to do so uh i think just a quick little poke through the front and the back of the neck you know severing the the spine a little
0: bit there and call it a day okay all right so you sever the god you sever the spine through the neck uh, is that a full decap, or is that just like a stab through and back out? No, just a through and then back out. Alright, so you stab through him, come back through the neck, and totally incapacitated, dead on arrival.
2: Alright. And then XM will move. One, two, three. Exxon will move over to here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Hmm, no, he'll move one more so that he'll be out of range of that guy if he decides to run at me. <laughs> okay.
0: Alrighty. And let's see, now it is the enemy's turn and you're going to uh see the dude that is not looking too hot. He is going to swing on Erlin and he's going to fucking miss but as he misses you hear three more bandits come out from the back and start yelling what is all what is the commotion going on back here why is it so loud it sounds like someone's dying oh oh shit <laughs> They are going to uh, also uh, begin combat once I find their tokens. I'm just going to reuse these guys. So now we have new bandits to fight. They are all going to start in the Back of the shop, and that is going to be the enemy's turn. So back to back to to Kelbricks. I'm sorry. What is this little roped off section here? It was. It's just behind the counter. So it's like a like this is like a a small like fence space for basically just so that kids don't get through to like grab a weapon. And then the door is right God. the door is right here to go in to go behind.
2: Okay. So can we see back th- like can I shoot back there? Or is that like a sturdy enough wall I
0: can't shoot the arrows through it? They're not crouching and the the space is like at bet at most like four feet tall. So <laughs> you can go ahead and shoot normally.
2: All right. Well, then uh, I'm gonna pivot over to here. And I'm gonna shoot this guy.
0: Perfect. Let's
2: see it. It's a 17.
0: That'll do it. And that's 11 damage. All right, he oh is once again dead. Another another one shot to the to the dude right by the the door. How do you want to do it?
2: All right, so this guy, I, I shoot like in the the uh, stomach, but like the lower right side of the stomach. So he's still like a kill shot, but it causes so much momentum that his like pelvis thrusts out and like around. But because he's still so fat and his boots are kind of stuck to the ground, he just kind of like swivels around a little
0: bit. Like a like a like a to- like a toy top thing, like a spinner. Like a hula hoop. I love it. Okay, perfect. So he's spinning around like a hula hoop. And uh, he's now dead. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. All, um, cool. all right. Let's see. Bont. All right. This is your third turn inside of the body. So this after this turn, you will be rejected on the enemy's turn gotcha
3: um okay so i'm walking up to right about here and same play so let's see uh Ooh, i 22 to hit i think yep all right yep that hits and he's gonna get hit with uh four damage four damage
0: all right bont how do you want to kill this guy
3: Ooh. um uh what do what, what do I have again? I've a I've a scimitar. Yeah, a scimitar and a light crossbow. Okay, cool. Um yeah, I mean I'm I'm just going to I'm just going to take the scimitar and uh lop off his head.
0: All right, nice and clean and easy. These are some very fine weapons that they found in the store. So you went ahead and sliced off his head very cleanly and it falls into Erlen's hands. And, uh, next up is Erlen.
1: (laughs) Well, all right. So, is this door open?
0: Um, it's so, it's not so much of a door as it is, like, a a fence door, so it's not, like, uh, like, you can, like, hurdle over it with, with ease. Um, but... It is closed for now.
1: Okay, so the question is, can I get back there?
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. You don't even have to go to the door. Right. I'm just going to say that it just costs an
1: extra five feet to jump over the, the fence. Is it going to cost me an extra five feet to jump over the counter? Yeah. Okay.
0: So if you want, no. I mean, you could also very easily just open the door, and walk in. It's it's like a it's like a swinging door. It's not like locked or anything.
1: Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go one, two, three, four. Um, Matt, I'm out. I'm over the fence here, five, six, and that's it for me.
0: Okay. Alrighty. And it is now the enemy's turn. Uh, so, Bont, you are, uh, rejected from the body. And you are now in front of the, this enemy, and this enemy is going to not be able to move or do an action. This action, because his action was uh, rejecting you. Um, the two bandits near Erlin are going to come up to Erlin and over the the dead corpse and swing on him and they are going to get a non-natural 20. Is that going to hit? Yeah. All right. So they... The first one hits you for... For six damage. And the next one hits you for five damage. So a total of 11 damage.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And that is going to be it for the bandits. So back to the top of the order with Kelbricks. Rolling hot today, Kelbricks. Ah, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. All right. uh, How much health does this guy have? Uh, He's at full health. Oh, no, he's not. He's not. I'm sorry. He had um, before uh, Bont jumped into him. I think he did seven damage to him. I got it six or seven. Yeah. Yeah, we'll call it seven. Alright, well I got a 24 to hit Yeah, that'll do it And 12 damage Alright, he's also now dead He threw, <laughs> this poor man Vomited out A a jelly Being that Like, non-consensually Went into his body to control it Threw him up and was like What the fuck And as he's like contemplating what just happened Kelbricks comes in and deals A finishing blow it yeah. feel pretty good. Incredible. Yeah. Now,
2: I think I think for this one, mm-hmm. I'm gonna uh, angle the shot so it ricochets off the ceiling and comes straight down on him. And then he like goes stiff as a board and like bounces a few times like a pogo stick.
0: Okay, great, 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 yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. I'm
2: running out of children's toys. Any ideas? Feel free to
0: shoot them my way. I love it. Okay. All right, perfect. Uh,
3: Bot, what are we up to? Um, yeah. So I guess um, what I'm gonna do is how um how damaged are these guys over here? They're not. They're not at all. Okay, correct. Um, I'm gonna cast. We're gonna cast level two magic missile at this guy right here. Okay and oh i I need to read this because it doesn't actually change so at higher levels um one more dart for each level above the first so it casts four total i think at level two magic missile does right yes okay it's three for level one awesome um okay so sorry i just gave you one damage roll already that was a two on the dice and i think it's um plus one so three damage okay uh three damage five damage Mm -hmm. four damage three damage okay are those all at one bandit um (laughs) what is well i guess i can't i need i need to yes yeah I, i can't i can't retroactively decide after i roll the damage so yeah they're they're all um just going at this one guy
0: okay Alright, so you end up one-shotting this man now. So this guy, how do you want to kill him?
3: Um I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Magic missile magic missile to the eyeballs. The eyeballs. Perfect. So you have four missiles, two for each
0: eyeball, and then you end up you see just blasting through, and the bandit turns and looks at the other bandit, and is like did we get him? And collapses. <laughs> Eyeless. Alright. Now we're at Erlin.
1: All right, so the guy in front of me, I'm gonna shwack him with with the uh with the great sword. Okay. And let's do it. good rolls, good rolls. Fifteen. That'll hit. Sick. And 13 damage. That'll kill him. Sick.
0: How do you want to do it?
1: Um. You've seen like the first season of Game of Thrones, right? That during is the, the only tournament. season
0: of Game of Thrones that
1: I've seen in, in its entirety. Okay, so during the tournament, the mountain pulls out his greatsword and cuts the head off of a horse. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm imagining. Just fucking oh. right through the shoulder, like splitting the dude in half. Oh, fucking awesome.
0: All right. So you end up doing that. And it's perfect. It's amazing. Um, and I'm going to move it over to Ixim. Is there anything you'd like to do before the enemy's turn? Is Jake on mute? Jake?
1: I don't see Jake at all.
0: Oh, he's not even in here.
1: Oh, did he drop off?
0: He's not even online anymore. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's not like the enemies are gonna do anything right now, anyway, because all of them are dead. But uh, I'll have him go after after this. So the uh, enemies are all dead, and you just hear uh, a lot like loud stomping uh, in the back, and out comes the uh, captain of the bandits. Wondering what the hell is going on out here. then sees that all of his bandits are dead and is just saying out loud, How dare you come into my place of business? And he's going to take out his weapons and he's going to get ready to attack. But that's going to be his action that's coming out. So.
2: Hey, what's up? I'm back.
0: Hey, what's up, (laughs) man? Uh, you know, internet issues. Oh, okay. Well, it's your turn. Alright, that sounds good. I'll go ahead and where is the captain within range of me? The captain just came out from the back. He is about uh, about 55 feet away from you. I
2: will hit him with a firebolt then.
0: Alright. Did you want me to roll for you? Nah, no, I got it. I All should right. be good in
2: a second here. Yeah, take your time.
0: Alright, I got a 15 to hit see the 15 does hit
1: nice
2: I'll go ahead and roll damage Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and that's a three spot all right firebolt goes and hits the bandit captain the bandit captain looks at you and he gets hit by it hey everyone I wanted to take a quick moment from the podcast to shamelessly plug our patreon If you're enjoying the show so far and you want to hear it ad-free once ads come on, such as this, and you want to catch episodes a day early, along with other Patreon-only content, such as assets from the most recently launched episode, mini campaigns, and one-shots, then make sure to head on over to patreon.com forward slash dragon's podcast, where we're currently offering the first 50 members who join for $5 a month access to a legacy tier that gives you all current and future benefits from all soon to come tiers once again that's patreon.com forward slash dragons Den podcast now back to the episode and stuff then just like brushes it off of his shoulder not a big deal
2: all right then i will just move up to here and call it a day
0: all right uh, then we're going to be back at top of the order with Kelbricks.
2: All right. Uh, yeah, so probably just going to take another yield cross
0: huh? All right.
2: That guy. And I'm going to use a spell on this one, because why the fuck not? I'm going to use Ensnaring Strike. Ensnaring Strike. What does that do? Let's see. It says The next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack before the spell ends, a writhing mass of thorny vines appears at the point of impact, and the target must succeed in its strength saving, or be restrained. Uh, while restrained, the spell target takes 1d6 piercing damage at the start of each of its turns. A creature restrained by the vines, or one that touched the creature, uh, can use its action to make a strength check against your spell to save DC. On success, the target is free. So basically, uh, he gets restrained, and he takes 1d6 at the start of his turn, and he has to take a turn to try to get out of it. Like, you take an action to try to get out of it. Alright, so I'm gonna start with my roll to
0: hit. Mm-hmm. Got a nat 20. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Alright, yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, I love that. Go, go right ahead. Ensnare my captain. Alright,
2: and I got 16 damage.
0: Alright. 16 damage. He gets ensnared, he's like, How could you even do this? There's not even dirt on the floor. It's all concrete. (laughs) Sprouts through. Oh, my God. I didn't know this place was so fertile.
2: (laughs) All right. And then at the start of his turn, he'll take an additional D6. All
0: right. All right. Now we are over to
3: Bond. If Kelbricks doesn't have anything else to do. Oh, that's it. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, well, seeing as you said a minute ago that we're going to be doing a lot more shit tonight, I'm going to save some spell slots, I think. So I already used a level two magic missile on a grunt, which in hindsight was a stupid idea. So firebolt on the captain. <laughs> All right. All right. Let me see uh, it. Ooh, uh, I crit actually. Uh, it's a uh, 26 on the dice. Amazing. Not on the dice. Oh, twenty on the die. Amazing. Yeah, you guys are rolling so good today. And um so it does two D ten damage, that's eight on the dice. And how are we doing, crits? Are we just doubling it or what are we doing?
0: Uh I'm
3: gonna say roll roll twice for the, the damage. And I'm just gonna gotcha. add the two together. Um twelve on the second one actually, so twenty damage. Twenty
0: damage, holy shit. All right. Uh he is looking a little injured. Barely. Alright. Now we are to Erlen.
1: I'm going to whack him with the great sword. Alright. Good rolls. Good rolls. Good rolls. Twelve? 12 is going to miss No, that's okay And then I do believe I have a bonus action So I'm gonna second wind real quick Okay uh, Cool, I get 3 HP back Sick Love that for you Awesome all right all right that's it (laughs) perfect ixum
0: how are we looking oh i think we're looking okay the internet's back up which is always good let's (laughs) go
2: so i'm going to uh try and get my dog off my lap for the moment (laughs) but she's just so darn cute so i'll make it work uh but i will cast another firebolt spell Actually, I'm feeling frisky. We'll go with the Chromatic Orb, so I'll step up a little bit, and then we'll do the Chromatic Orb. And I'll go ahead, roll an advantage. And I got a 20 to hit. Okay. Yeah, that'll, that'll hit. Alright, and then we'll go ahead and roll the damage. It's not great, I did 10 damage.
0: Uh, he is looking pretty hurt. Um, I'm also uh, before the enemies go, I'm gonna have Erlen roll again since he rolled at, uh, he didn't roll at advantage on his attack. Oh, cool. So, whenever Ixum is done, Erlen will go again for this, with his action. Sick. Alright, Erlen. Let's go ahead and get that last swing on.
1: Uh, 17. 17 hits. Cool. And 14 damage. Jesus Christ.
0: You know what? Maybe I shouldn't have <laughs> done
1: this for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, appreciate you. This guy. <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you nonetheless, Tyler. <laughs> yes, four, so
0: 14 damage.
1: Yes, sir. All right.
0: Uh, He is still injured, but he is on the cusp of being bloodied. Let's see, because bloodied is is, uh, within like 10% of his damage, right? Or of his his total health.
1: Uh,
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't play it that strict. But yeah, bloodied is like, don't waste a third level spell slot kind of a thing.
0: Okay. Very cool. All right, so now the enemies are going to go. Uh, the captain is going to take his 1d6 of damage. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to roll for that, Josh, or I can. Uh, I, I can I can roll. Okay.
2: And it's three damage.
0: Okay, all right. I'm going to say he is now bloodied. He's going to use his action to uh, try to roll out of the Restrainment on the, the ensnaring. And he rolled a uh, 17.
2: He needed a 12, so he's no longer
0: restrained. All right, perfect. So he gets out of the restrainments. uh, The restrainments, what the hell's wrong with me? Uh, And he is going to um, just essentially just yell in a rage uh, as blood is dripping out of his body. Uh, There's like puncture wounds from the ensnaring... Uh, up and down his arms and you just see blood coming out and he's uh, just kind of yelling at at whoever's around him so Erlen's just going to get yelled at and that's going to be the enemy's turn so we're back to Kelbricks
2: Uh, alright nothing fancy again just firing away here alright gonna get a 25 on that one yep that'll hit solid five spot for the damage
0: all right he is on death's door
2: all right that's all i got for now
3: perfect all right bont what are we doing uh, so Bont is gonna do the same thing, cause it worked out surprisingly well last time. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty damage on a fireball. You didn't see that too often. Um, eighteen to hit. That will hit. Uh. Oh shit! Ten damage actually. All right, Bont. Finish him. Uh, again, right through the eyeballs.
0: Right. One through eyeball. The f- <laughs> Firebolt through the eyeballs this bandit goes down in a just fiery hellscape on his face as he screams bloody murder and and is just crying for help
3: and that is going to end combat we did it hey, how much um how much total health did that guy have by the way 65. okay a little bit of a beefer compared to the other
0: monsters I had you guys fight so far. So
3: yeah. I, I mean I feel like we just kinda like rolled like insane people there. Just. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. You guys definitely uh <laughs> you guys definitely did way better uh than I uh I would have thought. But with the uh health being like that, I figured it would deter sleep. So thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right.
3: So, um, what do you wish to do now? Yeah. So do people remember, are we, we're not picking up an item from here, are we? We were just like clearing this of bandits to receive an item from the guy. I mean, we
2: can pick up items from here. Said we had lots of weapons to choose from. So what kind of weapons do they have in this shop? In this shop. Sorry, haven't taken anything yet.
0: Yeah. In this shop. Uh, you see, uh, there are uh, scimitars and light crossbows. Um, I'm gonna say overall, there's nothing that I think would uh, be more beneficial for you guys than the weapons you have currently. Um, but if you'd like, is there a heavy
2: bow that I could steal? Is there a what? A heavy crossbow I could steal? Uh,
0: let's, let me see. Yes. Yeah, there is actually there is there is one heavy crossbow that you see uh, sitting on the wall uh, behind the fence.
2: All right. Well, I would definitely like to uh, borrow that.
1: Borrow. <laughs> Indefinitely. All
0: right. And are you guys gonna uh, loot the bandits at all or no? Oh, hi. Okay. Let's see. We're looting
2: all the people.
0: That's what I figured. So the. Bandits had uh collectively uh the first five bandits uh had some coinage on them, uh bandit one being eighteen silver pieces, the second bandit being nineteen copper pieces, bandit three, nineteen silver pieces, bandit four, fifteen silver pieces, bandit five, ten gold pieces. Bandit 6 had 18 silver pieces. And Bandit 7 had uh, 19 silver pieces. And Bandit 8 had uh, three gold pieces. And the Bandit Captain, Erlen, since you were right next to him, you can go ahead and, and take a look through. You get two things from the Bandit Captain, one being the Ring of Mind Shielding, worth 700 gold pieces and you also get your uh a key to the uh safe that holds the sword that was offered to you by Raul and at this moment just for anybody that knows that doesn't know the ring of mind shielding I'm gonna Send it in Discord so you guys can see it. do do It's going to be in the first cha- in Channel 1. Or Campaign 1, sorry. Uh, Basically, when you wear it, you're immune to magic that allows other creatures to read your thoughts, determine whether you're lying, know your alignment, or know your creature type. And creatures can telepathically communicate with you only if you allow it. So I'm also going to say that this ring will allow you, the five of you, to uh, talk to each other uh, through your heads um, if you are within a 30 feet uh, distance of each other.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, that's pretty
0: good. Um... And let's see, as you guys are doing this at this point, uh, you hear kind of uh, a little bit of a uh, crumpling behind you as our favorite man, as Raul comes in. He's like, ah, friends, I, I see that you've taken care of our enemies as he takes a whiff in the air quick and it's like, God, they smelled awful. I don't think it'll ever smell good again in here. God, they stink! It's
2: all right. I cast a magic
0: spell. That smell should
2: be gone in an hour. And you're welcome.
0: Thank you for making my place smell like shit. I I I cast
2: a spell to make it smell good. It'll be effective within an hour. What are you? What are you complaining about?
0: Mm. You're right. No, I apologize. I should be more grateful. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you a million times. And I see. (laughs) You're welcome for the pleasant smells. <laughs> and I see that, uh, Kelbricks has the heavy crossbow and he's like, ah, you found, you found a gift for yourself. Consider it my treat. You may have that. Uh, no, I took it. This is mine now. Oh no, you stole something I gave you. Oh man. Oh, you, you got me good. And he comes over to XM and he gives him like an elbow bump. Like a, <laughs> So Erlin Yes, as you see on that bandit captain, he stole the key to get to my family's uh, great sword. However, he didn't know where it was, and you see that Raul does like a little like uh, dukes a hazard like slide over the counter, and he pushes a button underneath the counter that uh, you see from the floor rises up a secret compartment right in the center of the store. And in there, you see a bright light glowing. He goes, there she is. Go and get her. That key will unlock the door to open up and get her off the shelf.
1: All right, well, I'm going to go together. Right, um, perfect.
0: And when you do, I, think that you should make a uh wisdom check all right and if you need help with it i'll say if it if you don't if you don't get a spell check or a, a, a wisdom check of 15 uh i'm gonna say that bont will also be able to help with an arcana check
1: cool i got a 14
0: perfect <laughs> all right so we'll
1: have you roll it. we'll have you roll uh, again
0: for that. Okay. <laughs> With uh we'll just say we'll do it at an advantage.
1: Oh, no, thank god. What the fuck? <laughs> I got 3 twice in a row. All right.
0: <laughs> All right. Does anybody else want to take a stab at, at a
3: a roll for this? Yeah, what is, what is the check?
0: Your your arcana check I think will be fine. Fuck <laughs> that <fine. Not> one.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Hey man, congratulations. You got a sword that Was it wisdom? Yeah. I rolled a 16. Okay. All right. So Kelbricks, you know that on your and when you were on your journeys uh with the Yuan ti before prison, you recognize the talks of this sword being a sword that will forever shine. And it is known as the Moon Touch Sword, which is a critical roll sword. And the Moon Touch Sword, what it does is it will uh, illuminate any. I'll, I'll just read out the the description. Moon Touch blades are common items. The enchantment can be placed on any sword with a moon touched sword is unsheathed in darkness. It illuminates an area of 15 foot radius with bright moonlight and a further 15 foot radius with dim light. So more or less, it is a nightlight, but it will it'll it'll go through any sort of uh, darkness, no matter how dark it is.
2: Yeah, so Matt, this directly counters my entire character.
0: Just don't. Nice. Just don't stand. Don't stand near him.
2: So I think at this point, uh, Kelbrick's realizing what this sword does. Goes. Oh, it's um. Uh, that's pretty much a useless piece of sword. We should probably sell that. Nah. <laughs> just keep it sheathed until we need to. Is it, what kind of sword is it? Is it a great sword or a short sword or long sword?
1: It's a great sword.
2: It is a great sword. Yes, sir. Yeah,
1: you might want that.
2: Does it have any kind of bonus to it, like a plus one or anything?
0: Uh no, it is literally just a great it's the same damage as the great sword, but it just illuminates for uh 15 feet, uh bright moonlight and uh dim light another 15 feet. Uh so I would
2: say hang on to
0: it, but yeah, realize that you
2: should probably keep both because as soon as you pull that out, it's a direct hindrance to Kelbricks. And it will also be a hindrance to me at, at one point. Um, so, I mean, it's yeah. it's the same damage as a greatsword. So, like, I would just keep it wrapped up. Um, and if we need it, you can always whip it out. But otherwise, I'd probably just stick with a standard greatsword.
1: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Perfect.
2: And it gives you an extra greatsword so you can
0: throw it if you want to. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I love it. Okay. Um I'm also gonna say that uh a typical great sword goes for 50 gold. And I'm gonna say that with the ability of uh moonlight uh on it, uh it goes for uh an extra 50, so it's worth a hundred gold. Cool. Uh in case you do end up selling it, I just wanted to give you the amount for it. That way you knew. Um so with that, Earl says, looks like I have a lot of cleaning up in here to do. Hopefully the townsfolk will be able to assist me in, in rebuilding. I have at least some resources still left in the back. Uh, Laura said she was looking for you guys, by the way. Runt seemed to be getting a little out of control. Um, she's not eating her food, and she refuses to help around the the building. So She
2: said I mean, she it's needs... A, it's only been an hour, or so or we just walked down the street. How bad could it be? Um, yeah, little demon, bad. Uh, um, fair point. We should probably hurry.
0: Yeah, she didn't. Laura, Laura was okay with her, but she didn't seem too uh, excited because she didn't know when you guys are going to be back.
2: Ah, uh, quick question for you,
0: sir. Before we yes, leave, sir. yes, uh, of course. Do you
2: have a headband of intellect anywhere in the store?
0: A headband of intellect.
2: Mm. Or do you know where I might procure one?
0: um let's see i don't really tend to get out too too much but i do believe that this sort of thing is sold uh if travelers were truthful it was it is sold in a store in lashwood
2: In lashwood oh thank you very much for the information you are welcome that in
0: mind all right and with that we return to the Borset pub, I believe. Laura comes in, sees you guys coming in. And is like, oh, thank God. I didn't think you guys were going to come back. Of course we
2: had to come back. We left the child shot. Well, our, I don't know. Wait, the what? What did you say? With, we left a child that we associated with with you. Of course we'd come back.
0: See, I, I was think... going to leave. I told you, Aunt Laura they like me Laura's like ah okay let's go before i change my mind upstairs it's bedtime come on kid and there you see when you walk in as well that there are um three tables that have been turned upside down uh two of them have their legs cut off and you uh see that run has both legs in her hands run did you do this yeah nice
2: Uh, no that wasn't quite nice I think that's what they call property damage Uh, why did you cut the legs off those tables
0: well Uncle Culpricks told me I needed to try to defend myself uh, you know with with nobody else around to help so I grabbed what I thought could be used as weapons that doesn't seem like the right call so (laughs) after that You guys, uh, if you guys want to head to bed, you can. Runt's going to go to bed. She's uh, exhausted from breaking things all day. You guys are more than welcome to stay or take your rest.
2: I think what we should probably do is take a look at uh, what we need to do because I don't know if you guys uh, have been. So I just took down kind of what we had. So we have thirteen gold pieces and a couple of gems that are worth five or I'm sorry, fifty gold pieces each, and then that ring of mine shielding, which is worth seven hundred. I don't know if we want to keep or
1: sell that. But if nobody wants it, I'll take it. But I'll set for seven hundred gold. I mean, yeah,
3: yeah seven hundred feels like a shit ton.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I threw it in my inventory, so. Whatever or whatever we want to do with it.
2: So, just to make sure, do you guys still want me to keep track of the inventory or are we going to divvy up loot as we get it? Uh, can you keep track and then we'll divvy it up at the end? Okay. Or do we just want to keep it? In, I mean, we can also decide just to keep it in a party loot and decide like have our own because we all have our own money. But I figured if we just want to keep a small stash of party loot, if we want to like do anything with it, we can also do that. Because right now we don't really have enough wealth to really divvy up. Like, we have to sell some stuff to get the gold. Because I don't think there's a point to divvying up thirteen gold pieces. <laughs> right. All right, but we can sleep on it then, uh, and we'll make a decision on it later.
0: All right. So Laura, also looking at you all, says, "I think shut is the best best course of action." We. Want to make sure that we can leave early enough tomorrow to where we have the sun to our to our advantage. All right.
2: And so Ixim will retire upstairs. All right.
0: So you guys take your full rest. The next morning, you see Runt coming in and saying,
4: "Copy, Laura says she needs you downstairs." All
2: right some gets up and runs downstairs. Galbraiths will follow.
1: She's like... Erlen oh. goes as well. Perfect.
0: I'm glad to see you guys are all down here. Hopefully you guys all slept well. Oh, I just wanted to say, right now, by the way, time-wise, it is like 4.30 in the morning. Cool. Um, we have Beffrey outside. Uh... I also have acquired my horse as well, uh, Lisa. And uh, I believe the best course of action to get to New Wrench City was going back through Fallwater to Privy Forest to the city. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that that was what the map said. So you see Mulder town. I have to do a little bit of retconning with this map because you see how Mulder town connects to Port Womp. Uh. It is not going to do that. It's going to connect right to Marsh deep city and Marsh deep city and Port Womp are going to have their own road. So essentially you just have to walk, uh, through Marsh deep city to Fallwater, uh, into privy forest to new Wrenchtown town. Or. You can go through to the settlement of Unruh into Privy Forest into New Wrenchtown.
2: What do you guys think? Should we take the advice of the local? I feel like that might be the right call here.
3: Yeah. Isn't that what in <clears throat> the
1: first place? It was.
2: All right. Yeah. I'm going to make the same mistake twice. Let's
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> Laura looks at you and is like, oh, That's what I like to hear in a teammate. And she she'd like to let you guys know I want to let it be known now I have zero knowledge of combat but I will be more than happy to do anything that involves stuff that is non-combat related think that seems fine with that she goes outside gets on the horse Lisa and she says, let's get going. Cut through. It's going to take about a day and a half's worth of time or two days' time to get to Fallwater, assuming that you guys aren't stopping back in Marsh Deep.
2: I think that's fine.
0: Okay. All right. So you get to to Fallwater and you see a city that <laughs> holds about fifty people and in this small small town you recognize that there are no borders the ambience the uh ambiance is uh just coming into the crack of morning and it's very very quiet the only thing you hear is the gushing of the waterfall and the turnings of gears you get to a sign that just says in poorly drawn letters, ball water." like someone like took like a, like a marker or like a like charcoal and like put it on the sign with like their whole hand. If you guys are coming in from the top right. And I would like you all to roll me a perception check.
2: Perception, you said?
1: Yes.
3: A 14. Non-natural one. All right.
0: 21. All right. Oh, Erling got a five. Okay, I see that. Okay. So who's le- who's leading the group? I think Ixum can take point if he wants.
2: Okay. Uh, I guess, yeah, I can I can
0: I can lead through. Okay. Uh Ixum, as you walk up, you see a, a shimmer coming from the ground. Um, the just the way that the sun is rising and, and hitting the the floor of the of the space you recognize that there is uh a something that is shiny um string like thing on the floor and you recognize that it is a tripwire kelbricks you also notice this as well uh and bont and erlin do not and they are uh Not seeing what's going on in front of them, and they are beginning to continue to walk forward.
2: Uh, I will grab one, and I will put my hand in front of Bont to stop his progress.
0: Okay. Perfect. So, as you take a closer look, uh, Kelbricks, uh, you all don't really know what's going on, but you see a large uh, piece of uh, iron. Uh, on the ground, not large, you see a piece of iron on the ground that uh, looks like it's connected to the string, and you start to see uh, a little lightning bolt jump across to the other side.
2: I think we should all back up to a safe distance of, like, 100 feet, and I'll shoot at it. Try to break it with a bow or something from far away.
0: Okay. Uh, you can. You guys don't have to move uh, your tokens. You guys can just say that you're 100 feet away. If that's what you guys are all, all right. going to
2: do. That was my plan. Set it off. See what happens. I like that plan.
4: Too cute.
2: Okay. So where's the tripwire? Is it just like relatively in
0: front of us? yeah so it's gonna be um like here like to the water it's not it's not covering a large amount of space like you can like easily walk around it if you wish or you can shoot at it and watch what happens okay uh ixum
2: is going to walk around it so that he can see what happens from the other side
0: okay um went around the top way here Yep, that's perfect. Uh, Ixum, uh, the closer you get to the city, you start to see these large black tubes lying on the ground attached to, uh, what you look to see are, uh, lanterns. That's interesting.
2: Ixum kind of inspects them and looks for any people that might be around.
0: Okay. Uh, you realize with your, uh, 14, you don't really see anybody around. Uh, but you also aren't thinking that it's much of a threat due to the fact that it is still like early, early morning um, and nobody just has uh, woken up yet.
2: Okay. Uh, then Nixon will return his attention back to the tripwire, waiting for them to trigger it.
0: Okay. Um, so, Kelbricks, I'm not going to have you roll for it because I don't have any stats for this tripwire, uh, but I'm going to say you go ahead and shoot it. Um, and because you are just the, the the absolute monster of a of a, a- arrowist. <laughs> Ar- archer? Archer, thank you, Jesus Christ. I could not think of the word to save my life. <laughs> because you are an archer, <laughs> you, because you are a very highly skilled archer, you're able to uh, pierce through the mechanical thing, and as you pierce through it, you see an explosion go off, a little, very, very tiny one, um, a very small explosion that has a radius of five feet and uh, an electrical current that just runs through one time through the tripwire, and then it dies, and nothing else happens. Okay. That was anticlimactic.
2: Well, boys and girls and whatever bond is, let's, uh, carry on. <laughs>
0: All right, so as you guys uh, go into the town, you do see Kelbricks with your perception. We're still going to use your perception uh, for the sake of uh, speed. Um, You see that there is a larger house uh, to the bottom half of the map uh, with four lights surrounding it. On each corner, and a lamp, and like a lamp post uh, in front of it, and underneath the the lantern, you see that there is a sign called B and B's B and B. Sign feels redundant. Let's go there. <laughs> okay. And you go inside. I'm not gonna. I don't have a map built for this or anything because it's not like super super important. Um, but at least for right now, it's not super super important. Um you go inside and you just hear uh, an older gentleman um who is just starting to unlock the door you you see him his name is not accurate but he comes out and he's like oh oh welcome god i i came up with this like <laughs> not too long ago um you here, <laughs> Oh. Welcome to Borg and Beatrice's B&B. We call it B&B's B&B. All are welcome for the fair, fair price of two gold pieces. How can I help you j- gentlemen today?
2: Kalbrix leans over to next and goes, Alright, the sign isn't redundant. It provides new information, but two gold pieces is outrageous. Can I kill this one? No, we'll just ask him for some information and move on. Ugh. Alright. <laughs> Hello, you must be Borg or Beatrice? Ah, oh, I am Borg! Ah, oh, well, it's very nice to meet you, Borg. Uh, so, please, can you, you mind if I ask? I couldn't help but notice coming into the town here. What is all this black wire?
0: Oh! you're looking at the uh electricity that it's called so i think that dr warrington our esteemed scientist has come up and discovered electricity huh Uh, well how does that work so you see over there across the pond and you see uh on the the little pond area that the waterfall is coming down on you see uh the gears that you heard earlier that uh, that is Oh, sorry. Excuse me, it's more, I have a thing Did in my you throat. Did a small rat or something? No, no. We don't eat rats here. We eat field mice. <laughs> so, as you see, that over there, according to Dr. Warrington, is what the people call a water mill. And what it does is its movement will generate electricity. And electricity apparently is lightning in the palm of your hands. Oh. I'll take your word for it. So. Well, you see the lanterns here, and he like kind of like flicks the the lantern that's on the post. Yeah, that is not fire that's inside. And he opens the top of it, and you see a light bulb.
2: Well, that clearly just appears to be some kind of magic, if I'm not mistaken. There's plenty of glowing objects which. Uh, ...accomplish
0: the same thing. Mm. Yes, yes. You know, Dr. Warrington was... ...was told by his colleagues that this... ...discovery is nothing more than nonsense. Uh, So, you know, he... ...since then has shut himself in his... uh, ...laboratory and has... ...yet to come out, but he has provided us... ...an ability to create... ...power... That before this Was thought of as unattainable By the, by the people Of Brentwater Or the, the, the realm of Citerion anyway So essentially it's just
2: A non-magical Magic or mechanical magic Is that what you're telling me It's, uh, it's uh, something that Normally magic would be able to accomplish But you've been able to do it with, with Some kind of mechanism
0: Exactly because not everyone can do magic well that just seems inefficient. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. You are <laughs> you are quite correct. I believe that that would be the most inefficient thing. Anyway, this watermill is connected to a uh, a home that is just housing uh, a lot of different machine generators is what Dr. Warrington called it and they provide electricity throughout the the town via these giant black t- uh, sweetie honey don't Don't open, don't touch those, and you see Run is like, uh, playing with the tube thinking it's a jump rope. That is, that, there's a lot of, uh, electrical core, core ants, or however, that's, said, running through that tube. Anyway, that, that, you know, I know it is quite early, so the rest of the, the town is not, uh, awake at this moment, um, However, you're more than welcome to stay here, or, you know, there's nothing really much else to do here. The Dr. Warrington is um, unable to come out. He hasn't come out in quite some time now. Um, he doesn't allow visitors, and his uh, lab, I think, is the most secure space in uh, this side of Brentwater, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Hmm. Well, that's pretty cool I, I wouldn't mind meeting this uh this person And I saw, i'm sorry what was in him one more time
0: professor it was dr warrington dr warrington w-e-r-e-n-t-o-n
1: thank you very much
0: <laughs> yeah and i'm sure that eventually he will you know he has to come out eventually right you know is, you can only stay in a space for so long However, Uh, it will be, it's going to be quite a a challenge to get him to come out, Uh, so I will most likely say that today is not going to be your lucky day, sir. Fair enough. Well, which house would be his? His house is the one on top of the mountain, top of the hill, and you see that there is a large cliff where the waterfall is, and on his, uh, above the cliff is where he is staying.
2: Alright, well, thank you very much. Uh, what other what are these other buildings in this area here? Are oh, these just, just homes?
0: Yes, those are just homes. Uh, we get everything we need from this, the, the river front and the pond, and, and, and though we generate electricity through it it still houses plenty of fish sure. There's nothing more we need. There are no no enemies this way. Not even the guards show up. This is quite a, a quiet little town that hasn't had any issues so far, and we're very grateful for that. Sorry,
2: just to clarify, you said the guards don't show
0: up here? Uh, correct. The, the, the last stop would be right on the cusp of the town, but Interesting. They, don't, they don't make their way this way. Interesting. Good Good information to have. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, sir. And I'm sorry, what... I didn't... I apologize. It seems that there's a little bit of uh, the pond that made its way out and it you have something next to you that I that I believe Oh, good heavens. I'm so sorry. That is That is not the pond. That is a a, a person? Oh, you mean you mean pond. <laughs> <Really?
2: laughs>
0: yeah, the the one with the the thing with the cape. I thought that, that was somebody laid a towel down so they didn't get their feet wet when they stepped on it. Oh no, I'm a I'm a dude. Oh well, hello, dude. I am Borg. Hello. Is there any, if there's anything else that you fellows and 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 you find gentlemen and gentle ladies will may need, I uh, I have a lot of things to get prepped for the day.
2: I think we're quite all right for the moment, but thank you very much for the information. It's been most educational.
0: Yes, not a problem. You enjoy your day. And he goes back inside and. You see that there are uh, lights that are beginning to turn on, Uh, and yeah, that is B&B's B&B. So Hmm. I would say you have the world at your your fingertips. Uh, If you want to get to Privy Forest, you would just have to follow the river um, from this side of the Hmm. side of the map going up.
3: What do we want to do? I'm not sure, should we follow the river? Keep on going? I would be interested to learn about the
2: electricity or whatever that may be, but perhaps we should just try that at a later date. You guys
1: wanna keep
0: going? All right, sounds like you guys are gonna keep on keeping on. As you guys go to leave, you notice a portal opens up. And out the portal, you see a hoof come out. And all of a sudden you hear, All right, hey, thanks thanks for helping me out, B. And Porky Pockets shows up outside of the portal.
2: Mm. Mr.
0: Pockets, it's good to see you. Ah, oh, if it ain't my friends from Marsh Deep, how you doing, Pokey Park? How you doing? Holy shit, not this guy again! <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't. I didn't know that this was even a town. To be honest with you, Boris just kind of dropped me off here. Boris, who's yeah. Boris? Oh, he—he's a—he travels all the different realms and and then such. He's a very high leveled uh, gray elf who
1: misses his dad. Ah, so he's a nerd. Uh,
0: I mean, (laughs) cool cool kids wouldn't get me through a portal. I know that for sure. I
1: don't know. (laughs) Anyway,
0: when I was was gone, I was able to acquire some things last time you guys saw me if you guys want to take a look.
2: Yeah. What do you have in in your possession now?
0: Uh, Only for you guys as he opens up his fanny pack and he rips open his giant like porky pockets like market stand thing he slaps it in front of everybody
2: how much gold does porky pockets
1: have as far as like selling stuff
0: uh porky pockets as of right now uh right now i'm going to uh roll a d20 and that's how much gold he has uh to sell with he has 11 gold
1: huh <laughs> hmm. All right. Uh, it's so, not worth
2: writing. Really. Uh, we don't have anything that would even be worth selling to him. He doesn't have enough gold.
0: I'd have enough gold if you bought something. Bookie Park, it's how you doing? Mm. Uh, no, you wouldn't, actually.
2: <laughs> We'd have to buy a lot more than just pay something.
0: Well, yeah, it was more of a figure speech. I was talking about if you just buy me out. We would have plenty to talk about.
2: <laughs> how you doing? Well, not great pokey pockets, but I appreciate you keeping asking.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's that it's that hospitality that I was raised on by my mom's.
2: It was more a figure of speech. I didn't actually mean thank you for asking. Ah.
0: Well Yeah, he's kind of a dick. (laughs) Yeah, I think I I gathered that now after he was being brutally honest with me. You know, I, I do appreciate the honesty, but, I, you know, there are some things you don't need to be honest about. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, Mr. Pockets. Um, You know, I would really like to continue
2: doing business with you. Uh, But right now, you, you know, we have some very valuable items and, you know, there just doesn't seem to be enough here for us to really kind of delve into, Uh, you know, really trying to do quite a bit of business with you right
0: now. Okay. Um, well, how uh, what, what you got? How much are we talking
2: well, I do see you have some fine clothes with you. Uh, do you mind telling me a bit more about them?
0: Ah, uh, yeah. So in here you see we have everything you could have possibly wanted. We got uh, all your pants, all your shits, all your you know, all your all your goods, all your goods and needs for clothing. We got uh, uh, I see that the the man over there with the cape uh, I see that he's carrying a bucket around. I don't know what that's all about, but I do have this thing that I got that I think might be useful for him Uh, I have a couple of things one of them would be this uh, sequence cape that I guess I was told is made out of pure gold and and to really twist your arm I'll sell it for the same price as all my other fine clothings for 15 gold and on top of that I got this thing for you and he reaches in his pocket there's Fanny Pack, and he pulls out the <laughs> Game of Thrones themed movie bucket, which he pulled from the realm of Earth. See this? This is royalty, and it looks like you might be royalty to them, Mr. Thing.
3: <laughs> wait, this- okay, wait. So, where-, where where is this first thing in his?
0: <laughs> here. it's it's just fine. It's fine clothes, but basically it is a, uh, it is a cape that is made out of uh, quote unquote pure gold. And if you make an insight check, uh, I can tell you whether or not that is the truth,
3: whether he knows it or not. See, I see. And how much, um, how much is this Game of Thrones bucket? He's throwing it in for free.
0: If if you buy the cape.
4: Hmm.
3: And how much is the cape? It's fifteen. <laughs> fifteen.
2: I think we should try to barter for the cape.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, you guys, you guys look like you've been through a lot. I mean, I see that you. I only have two horses, and there's six of you, five of you. I don't know. I can't. I can't talk. Anyway, I forgot that since my good business partner Ixum over here uh, decided to start doing business with me, I've offered a friends discount
3: of 10%? We'd we'd, we'd be happy to pay, but we might be able to, uh, you know, you might be interested in some of of our wares too. I'm always down to Yeah, So I I, I turn to the group just down, you know, over on the side, on the side. Um, I personally don't have much to barter with. Um, Does anyone else have anything of, of value?
2: I I pull uh, Bont to the side to have a more private uh, discussion with him and I go never leave with that here listen you tell him you have an authentic royalty verified cape that you're willing to trade for the gold cape which might be very fine but it's not authentic been worn by a royal and then you just trade your shitty cape for the gold one
3: hmm I see
2: I feel really good about it
3: that could work like a- tell him
2: the only reason you're considering it is for the Game of Thrones complete
3: set. <laughs> hmm, I see. Wait. So what is what? What is? It? Run, run, run this by me one more time. So my, I'm selling him my cape. My cape is, well, it's dog shit, but we're not going to tell him that.
2: Yeah, it's authentic used royalty cape because you're a royal you're a king we're not even lying we're just maybe uh exaggerating a bit so just tell them this cape has been authenticated as having been used and worn by a royal as their official garb, and we're willing to trade it for this gold cape which while very nice is not you know anything
3: special Mm. i could even sign it for him
2: yeah (laughs) yeah you could sign it for him
3: exactly does anyone have a pen Uh, no nope. it's it'll it'll wait, do.
2: Think, wait, can you use press digitation to make a pen?
0: Uh
2: I mean make a pen, no, but I could make it appear that there's a signature. No, I, I think you can make a pen with that. I think you can make small objects.
3: Uh Orky Pockets so has a pen for a two color. copper.
2: Marm, small mark yeah. or symbol appear on an object or surface for one hour.
0: Wait, what's that? You said, did you guys say you needed a? Oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. I never wanted, you know.
2: Oh no, 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 not you. I meant Jake. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure you can use yes. it for other things. Yeah, you can create a non-magical trinket or illusionary image that can fit in your hand and that can last until the end of your next turn. Yeah, that would be a pen. There's a trinket. But it would only last until the end of my like you couldn't the ink in the pen wouldn't stay on something. Right. We'd be better and it would only last six seconds. What do you mean? It only lasts until the end of your next turn. So that trinket that I would create, the non-magical trinket, like it would only last six seconds. Whereas if I put an illusionary mark, it could last for an hour.
1: I don't think a right. Really- <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm, I'm looking right yeah, at press it. The prestige duration, one hour. Yeah, but if you read it, it says you can create a non magical trinket or illusionary image that can fit in your hand and that lasts until the end of your next turn. If you guys need a pen, I always a if You guys need a pen. A straight, I always carry a it's pen. A painless, harmless sensory effects such as <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Light yourself out of candles where right? it's on camera. It's basically in the soil. Well. Chill, warm, a flavor. Make a color. You create a non magical trinket or illusionary image that can fit in your hand and then last. And yeah, it's certain.
0: While you guys are oh, while you guys God. are talking, Laura goes over to Porky Pockets and goes, Do you have a pen by chance? Porky Pockets is like, Are you kidding? I never leave the house without it. Just sign it in blood. You're done with it.
4: <laughs>
0: what we got for you here, Toots, is a big round stick, extra life ballpoint pen, medium point, black, flexible round barrel for writing comfort. Here you go, you could have this one on the house. Pokey buck, it's how you do. And Laura blushes and she's like, thank you, Mr. Pockets. Turns around and she hands she hands the Pen. She's like, here, just fucking do it. Oh, thank you. Hey, not a problem. I, I did give that to the girl though, so if I know that you're the one holding on to it, you know I'm, my 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 game may have slipped in the past, but I I'm pretty sure I can get it back right now. I'm 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 hitting all tens.
3: <laughs> okay well so seeing seeing as how bont has a uh, has a pen now he signs his name or an approximation thereof it looks nothing like a name it's it's uh you know he's illiterate so <laughs> this is actually much better than than the first session this is called character growth for you yeah. because
0: the first session bont didn't know how to use a pen or a quill at all and just slapped his hand, uh, ink full hand on the paper
3: well I've, I've seen I've seen other people do it a few times since then um I'm a quick learner what can I say perfect um, um yeah so so anyway I, I come up and I say hey Mr. Mr. Porky Pockets I've got yeah. uh I've, I've got a, a bit of a deal here for you you see this this cape yeah. that I'm wearing uh, this actually is uh, a royal cape, royalty has worn it, and you can see inscribed oh. on here is uh, the signature of uh, the royal bearer of, of this here cape. Um, oh. I would I would love to trade it with you, I would love to see you wearing this cape yourself. It's, uh, you know, quite a cool cape, <laughs> what oh. do you think, hmm. would you like to trade? Hmm.
0: That's really tempting. What are you? What are you the king of? By the way, I don't. I don't think I've ever
3: seen anything like you before. Oh, I'm the king of. Pause. Uh, I need to open up my you're, lore sheet. You're good. You it. You're good. <laughs> uh, where is my lore sheet? I love that we're getting a,
0: a quick small lore dump with Porky Pockets.
3: Uh, it's great. That's great. Yeah, so I'm, uh, resuming, yep. pause mode off, um, I'm the emperor of a realm called Trissol. I, 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 ruled there for, for a great many years. I was actually the greatest, most long ruling emperor of, of Trisal in my day. Oh, another realm you say,
0: you know, that's very, you know, are you very, are you a realm traveler too, like, like Bors?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been around. Oh. oh, okay, okay, porky pockets. I
0: done. That's what he says when he gets excited. Uh, <laughs> roll me a uh persuasion check with advantage,
3: yes, sir. Um, I mean, I I, I think I get it 19 on the dice. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, he looks at you, he's like, I would be on it, my
0: my liege. As he takes it, he's like. I think this would make a fine trade. Here you go. And he gives you the cape along with the bucket, which if you look in campaign one, this is now the bucket that you can sleep in if you'd like. Uh Oh. It is a 2003 The Lord of the Rings Return of the King collectible plastic popcorn bucket, which was last sold on eBay for $49.95.
3: Oh wait! I was lied to. This was a Game of Thrones bucket a second ago.
0: Mm. Just like you, just like you missed a man. I don't know what the fuck I get.
3: <laughs> enjoy
0: your bucket, and then uh, he turns around. He's like, "Are we done doing business? Is that is that what's going on?"
3: Yeah, I'm good. I, I'm uh, I'm very happy with my trade here. Thank you very much. Okay, perfect. I
0: don't really care either way. I just wanted to make sure that everybody's happy in this situation. So enjoy enjoy your Game of Thrones bucket. I'm gonna go. And he turns around and. You see another portal open up and he's, he's just steps right through it portal closes immediately as he comes through he's like hey where's the party yet and you see like disco lights and flashing lights going on and the portal closes and he goes away and that is where we will have our uh 10 minute break hey everyone it's your dm tyler I hope you enjoyed listening to Tales from the Dragon's Den's first campaign, A Race for Freedom. If you do, make sure to leave a review, rate us, subscribe to the channel if you're on YouTube, and check out our socials at Dragon's Den Podcast everywhere other than X or Twitter, where we're at Real Dragon's Den and TikTok at Dragon's Den Pod. If you want to support the podcast, you can over at Patreon.com forward slash Dragon's Den Podcast, where we upload episodes a day early. You get to see behind the scenes stuff and assets that were used in the latest episode and more. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your week, and we will see you all next time in the Dragon's Den. I
2: wonder where the Joshua
0: is. I don't know. I know that uh, every once in a while he'll, he told us to start, uh, not start, but like, you know, he might have a.
1: Maybe. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there he may,
0: he he might be with child.
1: Oh, I don't know if I'd
0: agree with that. I'm with child, bit, but but I am here. <laughs> well, you're with me, and I'm child. He's got you there, bud. Hmm. Fair enough.